Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the USMLE Guys podcast. My name is Dr. Paul. Today, we're doing another high yield USMLE drill session. And if you are enjoying these drill sessions, don't forget to check out our brand new USMLE Step 1 and Step 2 CK drills books. You can find those at usmledrills.com. Let's not waste any more time and let's dive into today's drill session. Hey everybody, welcome back. My name is Dr. Paul. Today we're doing a high yield USMLE step two CK drill session. The topic is OBGYN. Now all of these questions were pulled right out of our step two CK drills book. So if you like these questions, you're enjoying them, feel free to grab the book. There is a link below. You're more than welcome to check it out, grab it, and then you can study along as we do more and more drill sessions. All right, let's dive in guys. We have 50 questions. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna ask the question. I'll give you a certain amount of time, maybe five to seven seconds, depending on the challenge or the challenging nature of the question. And then I will give you the answer. All right, so let's dive in guys. Question number one, lower than expected maternal weight may indicate which fetal complication? Do me a huge favor, guys. As you are thinking of these and you think you know the answer, put it in the chat box below. It'd be great to see everybody's answers. And if you get it wrong, don't worry about it. We're here to learn, make mistakes together, and get better. The answer, I-U-G-R. Question number two, how often should patients have prenatal visits during weeks zero to 28 of gestation? Correct answer is every four weeks. Next question. How often should patients have prenatal visits during weeks 36 through birth? At that point, every week. All right. Next question. What testing should be offered between weeks 9 and 14 of a pregnancy? Go ahead, guys, throw your answers down in the chat function below. Correct answer? Pregnancy-associated plasma protein A and nuchal translucency. Question number five. A gestational sac is visible on ultrasound by which week? The answer is week five. Next question. What happens to maternal serum AFP in placental abruption in trisomy 18 and in trisomy 21? So they can be different. In placental abruption, it is increased. In trisomies 18 and 21, it is decreased. Next question. During which weeks of gestation can the, can the quad screen be done? The answer, 15 to 22. Weeks, 15 to 22. Next question, which markers are tested for in the quad screen? Give you some time to think about this, but please type your answers down below. Correct answer here is AFP, estriol, beta-HCG, and inhibin A. Question number nine, what are the potential risks associated with chorionic villus sampling? Let's focus on the two major risks. 
The answer is limb defects and fetal loss. All right, next question. What are the potential teratogenic effects of streptomycin? I want to see those answers below, guys. The answer, cranial nerve 8 damage and hearing loss. Question 11. What are the potential teratogenic effects of methotrexate? The answer, spontaneous abortion. What are the two main potential effects of warfarin on the fetus? Answers below. We have internal bleeding of the fetus and impaired fetal bone growth. Next question, what's the treatment for congenital CMV infection? What's the treatment for congenital CMV infection? The answer is postpartum gancyclovir. Next question, what's the treatment for congenital HSV infection? The answer is acyclovir. Question 15, how is a baby delivered if mom has active HSV lesions? So what will be the mode of delivery? The answer, C-section. Question 16, what is the most prevalent genetic risk factor for spontaneous abortion? The answer, chromosomal abnormality. Question 17. A loss of the products of conception must occur prior to which week to be considered a spontaneous abortion? Prior to what? Prior to how many weeks? The answer is prior to 20 weeks gestation. Question number 18. Between which weeks do thrombophilia related spontaneous abortions occur? The answer is between 12 and 20 weeks. Question 19. What will be seen on intrauterine ultrasound in a complete spontaneous abortion? The answer is no products of conception, no POCs. Question 20. Is the cervical os open or closed in a threatened spontaneous abortion? Answer is below. Closed. Question 21. What are the symptoms of an inevitable spontaneous abortion? The answer, uterine bleeding and abdominal cramping. Question 22. What is the treatment for fetal demise both under and over 24 weeks gestation? Answers below. So if we are under 24 weeks, it's D and C. If it's over 24 weeks, then we induce labor. Question 23, does oxytocin cause bradycardia or tachycardia? Answers below. The answer is tachycardia. Question 24, does oxytocin cause hypotension or hypertension? Throw your answers below. The answer is hypotension. Question 25, does oxytocin cause hypo or hypernatremia? 
The answer, hyponatremia. Question 26, halfway there. What causes early decelerations? Answers below. The answer is fetal head compression during contraction. Question 27. What causes late decelerations? The answer is fetal hypoxemia due to placental insufficiency. Question 28. What causes variable decelerations? The answer, umbilical cord compression. Question 29. What range is considered normal heart rate variability? So between how many beats per minute? Go ahead and throw your answers below. The answer is six to 25 beats per minute. Question 30. What's the normal average for fetal movement assessment? Meaning how many fetal movements would we see over a certain period of time? The correct answer here is 10 fetal movements felt over two hours. Question 31. When is a non-stress test considered non-reactive? The answer, when acceleration criteria is not met over a 40-minute period. Question 32, what is the most common cause for a non-reactive, non-stress test? Answers below. The answer is fetal sleeping. Question 33, what is the treatment for a positive contraction stress test? The answer, delivery. Question number 34, how many biophysical profile points would equal no immediate concerns? The answer is eight to 10. Question 35, what is the most likely cause of a biophysical profile of zero to four? Answers likely fetal asphyxia. Question 36, what is the best step in management for postpartum urinary retention? Want to see those answers below, guys? The answer is urinary catheter. Question 37, what are three risk factors for the development of hyperemesis gravidarum? Your answers are multiple gestations, molar pregnancy, and first pregnancy. Question 38, which two hormones are elevated in hyperemesis gravidarum? The answer is beta-HCG and estradiol. Question 39, which test is used to screen for gestational diabetes? The answer is the one hour 50 gram glucose challenge test. Question 40, 
if the one hour 50 gram glucose challenge test is positive, what test do we then use to confirm gestational diabetes? Answers, the three hour 100 gram glucose tolerance test. Question 41, which three antihypertensives can be used in pregnancy? Answers are methyl dopa, nifedipine, and labetalol. Question 42, what is used to prevent seizures in preeclampsia? Answers below. The answer is magnesium sulfate. Question 43, almost done. What are the steps taken to treat severe preeclampsia? The answer, we're gonna control blood pressure, gonna give a magnesium sulfate drip, and then deliver the fetus. Question 44, an empty uterus with a positive beta HCG is consistent with which diagnosis? What do you guys think? The answer is ectopic pregnancy. Question 45, ectopic pregnancy plus sudden peritoneal irritation may indicate what? The answer is tubal rupture and hemoperitoneum. Question 46, how far does a low-lying placenta previa extend from the cervical os? The answer is less than two millimeters from the cervical os. Question 47, which complications can arise from a placenta previa? Answers below, guys. The answer is premature rupture of membranes, IUGR, and preterm delivery. All right, question 48. Which imaging modality can be used to estimate fetal weight? Correct answer, ultrasound. Question 49. Is Rogam needed if the mother is RH negative and the father's status is unknown? These are super high yield. You wanna know everything you can about these situations. In this situation, yes, give Rogam. We don't wanna risk it. All right, guys, your last question, number 50. Describe the beta HCG levels in gestational trophoblastic disease. Answers, beta-HCG will be extremely high. Thank you guys for sticking around until the end. I hope you found that to be useful. If you did and you want access to our brand new USMLE Step 1 or Step 2 CK Drills books, be sure to visit usmledrills.com. Or if you want to work with us, make sure you visit usmleguys.com. Thanks for sticking around until the end. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,